So when our kids feel overwhelmed and they can't find the right words um, to express their feelings and get their needs and their wants met, then they often resort to aggression like hitting, kicking, biting, etc. Um, and especially during the toddler and preschooler years, aggression is really common because they lack communication skills, right? Their ability to express themselves through communication is still developing. Also, they're often easily overwhelmed and frustrated, right? They're easily flooded with intense emotions. Number three, too, they're incredibly impulsive, right? They are all about the here and now. Mind, 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 right? Along those same lines, they are incredibly self-focused. So when you mix impulsive with self-focused, you get that energy of it's all about me, mind, 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 and I'm all about the here and now. I don't care what's going to happen next. I don't really even can't even fathom the consequence of this right now because I am all about the here and now right it's hard for them to think about how what's the consequence right to think ahead of okay but if I do this then this is going to happen right they don't have a good concept of that also it's hard for them to step outside of themselves because they are so self-focused they're coming into their own identity that it's hard to think about okay well if I make this choice this is how it's going to impact somebody else right this is how it's going to hurt them Um, which is often how we make decisions right and how we control our impulses as adults right and so this is hard for little ones because they they haven't developed this ability yet this is kind of higher order thinking if you will um and also on top of that they have a healthy need for power and control i mean we all do but you know what really coins the toddler years and preschooler years is that they're coming into this independence right they've kind of figured out oh i'm my i'm my own person right Ooh, i can make decisions Ooh, i have a voice now um and so this is exciting for little ones and they're trying to assert their power and control as much as possible around this time right and often obviously given their age though they can't do all the things that they want to do so then that leads to even more frustration and overwhelm so also did you know along these same lines that the average toddler hears the word no about 400 times a day Did you know that? Let me know down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube if you if you knew that. But you know, I don't know about you, but if I heard no 400 times a day, I would feel very discouraged. I would feel very frustrated. Um, so I think this is important. Uh, whether or not you know your specific child hears that, hears the word no that many times, just something to be mindful of. How many times am I turning down my child and saying no? And we're gonna talk about uh, why it's important to um, think about our language differently and uh, use different language when it comes to setting limits with our child in in an effort to curb their aggressive behavior. So we're going to talk about that later on in this episode. Um, So in this episode specifically, what I'm going to be sharing are three secrets to cutting back on aggressive behaviors um, and taming their aggression.
Before I dive into this episode, I just want to let you know I have a free um, discipline workshop that is for parents who feel overwhelmed when it comes to discipline. They want to stop yelling and and using all those threats, but they don't know what else to do. Um, And they want to kind of turn that vicious negative behavior cycle around, right? Where you're constantly feeling like you're putting out fires all day long. Uh, You want to turn that around. You want to feel more connected to your child and you want them to cooperate more but you're just not sure how so in that workshop I break down you know why you've resorted to yelling and what it's costing you exactly how to stop that vicious cycle uh, exactly how to get better cooperation and connection using my signature formula um, which is the CRG formula and then also to you know clear step by step so I break down an example of a common thing that happens with parents and children and how to step by step set consequences um, and set limits to get better cooperation but without uh, compromising the relationship so if you're interested go to themompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch the workshop Um, you'll get instant access to the workshop and it's completely free again that's themompsychologist.com forward slash workshop. If you're watching on YouTube, then the links will be in the description in the comment section. All right, let's dive into the secrets. Okay, we're going to be talking again about the secrets to taming childhood aggression. So secret number one is focus more on what they can do versus what they can't do. Okay, going back (laughs) to excuse me, what I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, right? All children, all humans really have a healthy need for power and control, right? Have a healthy need to assert their independence and to be their own person and to affect change, right? Over their environment. And so what often happens is when we see our child doing something that we don't want them to do, we focus more on them, like getting them to stop what they're doing versus what they can do Um, and when we start to focus on what they can do then your child feels like you understand them more and they feel more empowered right and this is really important because again going back to why children get aggressive is because they feel like they don't have power and control they feel misunderstood and they are overwhelmed with all these intense emotions and they don't have the communication skills to really like express themselves through words right so they're expressing themselves through that behavior so one way to curb that aggressive behavior is to change your approach and to focus more on what they can do right because again no one wants to hear i mean i don't know about you but i I'll just speak for myself here. I don't want to hear no, stop, don't, quit. Like if my partner was constantly saying that to me, I would feel very discouraged. I'd feel very disconnected from him. And I would feel like, you know, you're blocking me from what I want to do. And that's going to make me feel very upset, right? Anger really comes from that core feeling of this is unfair, right? Um, And so instead of using that language and just actually you know do a little experiment with yourself after you listen to this episode just try to be mindful when you're when you're interacting with your child how often do you turn down their behavior um, or what they want 
And how often do you uh, focus more on what they can do? Um, just an interesting experiment, just to kind of bring more awareness to this. So when you're redirecting their behavior, let's say they're doing something that you'd rather them not do, or it's dangerous or whatever, I want you to get into the mindset of uh, focusing on, okay, they can't do A, so what can they do, right? And focusing on that. So when you need to say no, you can make a plan for when they can get what the, it is that they're asking for, if it's possible, and or um, redirect them to something they can do. So let's say they're splashing in the bathtub, right? And it's making a huge mess um, uh, in the bathtub. Well, maybe one thing that they can do is splash towards the wall instead oh I know you want to splash it's so much fun splash over there right splash over there so it doesn't you know so it stays in the bathtub um, versus stop splashing right stop that right now or let's say they're jumping on the couch and you're so afraid that they're gonna hit them hit their head on the coffee table you know or whatever and you need them to stop then you can say oh buddy I know you want to jump we can't I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take you down from the couch because it's unsafe but let's go jump outside. Or maybe you get them a, a small little, you know, baby trampoline and they can jump on that. Or maybe you put some pillows on the floor and encourage them to jump on those. Um, maybe you make a fort together. So whatever it is, right? Just thinking about, okay, I need you to stop doing X, Y, Z, but what can I give you instead, right? How can I help you get that need met um, and still satisfy your, your, your need to play and explore and have that certain behavior, whether it's jumping or splashing or whatever, but just in a way that, you know, <laughs> is uh, not as dangerous or not as disruptive or not as messy, if you will. Um, so I hope that's helpful. So secret number one is to focus more on what they can do versus what they can't do. Secret number two is in the heat of the moment, focus on establishing sa safety and staying calm. So a lot of the times what happens in the heat of the moment is we get angry, we get triggered and so we tend to f talk a lot <laughs> right and we're 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 kind of like lecturing right and so what we want to do is focus more on calming down in the heat of the moment and actually talking way less right often too often we let our anger get the best of us um during these moments and i get it when our child is being aggressive it's triggering right? It's going to trigger the alarm bells in our brain that says, this is a threat. I need this to stop now. My child is not safe. My child is not being kind, whatever it is, right? Um, so I get that it's very triggering, but what we want to focus on is safety, right? So getting them to stop that behavior, of course, right? We are not a punching bag. So I will never, you know, advocate or insinuate that uh, we don't take action to keep ourselves safe. That is number one, right? But then also just remember it's less about what we say and more about what we do. So if we can model for our child calming ourselves down versus responding with anger when they get angry, then they're going to learn something powerful and then you're going to feel better, right? You're going to feel less regretful. Um, less guilty after the fact when you've calmed down and been like, oh my God, why did I say that, right? Um, so just a gentle reminder that we can't 
it's very hard to change the energy in the room if we match our child, right? If we match their anger with more anger, then what do we have? We just have more anger. So in, in, in order to change the energy in the room, we have to bring a different energy. Um, we have to bring the calm, if you will. Um, so just remember that if, if we want to shift the energy, we have to be a new energy. And so focus less on what you say. And actually I would say, just remind yourself, I don't need to say anything right now. I just need to establish safety, move my body, create some distance, put my hand out, whatever it is, right? If they're hitting you or um, whatever it is, like all I need to focus on is establishing safety uh, for my body and staying calm. Now, this is all like, this all happens all at once, but secret number three is to reconnect, set clear boundaries and discuss future plans. But ideally, this is when everybody's calm, right? It's going to be very hard to teach new lessons, to communicate with each other in healthy ways. If your child is angry and you're upset, um, it's not really the time to do this work. Um, And it often backfires, right? Because then you're trying to talk and maybe they're yelling over you or they're walking away or they're running or whatever, or they keep being aggressive. Um, And so remember to set boundaries of course and communicate and make a plan but do that when everybody is calm so here are the three components to this talk that you have when they're calm we want to start off by saying you know i know we just had a really difficult moment um just a minute ago can you tell me what it was like for you so i want you to open up the conversation with a energy of i want to hear from you how is this like for you how are you feeling uh, about it help me like tell the story from start to finish this is really important so you want to kind of tell the story of what happened leading up to the aggressive behaviors then what happened when they got aggressive and then how it ended so you want to tell a complete story because that helps your child reflect on what happened understand the moment and then it just helps you guys get on the same page right make sure you guys are talking about the same thing so open it up to them sharing what that moment was like for them tell a story together about you know what happened and then two this is where you set a boundary where you say you know I understand that you got upset and it is always okay to feel whatever you feel whether that's anger or frustration right it's always okay and right we can't use our bodies to hurt right when you hit me it hurt uh, it hurt my body and it hurt my feelings, right? We do not hit in this family. So you're setting a very clear ex- uh, expectation and a very clear boundary. It's always okay to feel your feelings and we don't use our bodies to, sh- to share our feelings, right? We use our words. We don't, we don't use our bodies to hurt, right? And you can talk about the impact that their behavior had on you. That that hurt my body and I did not like that and we don't hit in this family, okay? But you don't end it there, okay? You end it with a plan, okay? A plan for next time. Now, this is going to take a lot of repetition. This is going to take a lot of coaching. This is going to take a lot of ongoing work. Please don't 
Please don't think that one conversation necessarily is going to be the be all end all that you're never going to see aggressive behaviors again because that's often not true. Again, your child is learning these skills. So you continuously set that boundary, but then have an understanding that this is ongoing work. So at the end of the conversation, though, you want to end with making a plan for next time. Okay, because they're going to get upset. (laughs) Right? We're all going to get upset. So you can normalize that. I, I, you know, we're all going to get upset. Um, When you get upset, please use your words to let me know how you feel and what you need. Okay. And then this is why I'm such a huge fan of teaching our child the language to advocate for themselves and advocate for their boundaries and advocate for their needs so that when they get overwhelmed, they, they have the skills to use their words. Okay. So we have to tell them exactly what they can say. So let's say for example, um, they need space. You know, you can say, if you get overwhelmed space, please, or hug, please, or uh, snack, please, I'm hungry, right? Whatever it is, right? I want you to use your words to tell me what you needed. So go back to that original event that happened that triggered that aggression in the first place. What were the words your child needed in that moment, right? What, What were they trying to express with their aggression that they could have expressed with their words, okay? And that's what you wanna link, okay? You got frustrated because of this. If that happens again, or when that happens again, this is what you can say. Now, I made a whole episode on the phrases to teach your child, so I'll go ahead and link it here. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, um, definitely check out that episode because I go into a lot more depth about the phrases to teach and, and all of that. But the other thing, this is a major key, and we talked about this recently in my private parent coaching community, The Mom Sisterhood. Um, And I shared with them in our family, when things are off track, okay, and aggression is a very off track behavior, if you will, right? (laughs) Um, That's a sign that we're off track. The first thing that goes are screens. The first thing that has to go are screens because screens are a distraction, right? So we take a break from screens, right? We take a break from offering them screens um, so that we have more time to connect, to play, and to teach new skills, okay? If my child is getting aggressive with me, um, and we just went through this a couple months ago actually with my four-year-old, and I think it had to do with the news around baby, perhaps, or maybe it was something completely unrelated. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) But we had an episode of, of aggression. So that was my cue. Oh, okay, she needs my help here. She needs my help with um, learning new skills. So we're going to drop the screens. We're going to take a break. This is not a punishment, right? This is so that I have more time with you to teach you new skills. Screens are a distraction. I love screens. We all love screens, right? Screens are an important part of our life. But when we're off track, they got to (laughs) go. Okay, and it's a very clear way to communicate to your child. Wow, this is this is important, right? I'm not glossing over this. I'm not moving on to the next thing. We as a family need to work on this. And so this is how we're going to work on this. We're going to get rid of the distractions. And so then that frees up time for me to teach you new skills that frees up time for me for us to read books about feelings and aggression. And it frees up time for us to play for me to model new skills. I mean, (laughs) 
it's, you know, the possibilities are endless when we don't have that time taken up. So just a, you know, just a little uh, tip for you. Um, If, you know, you're struggling with aggression now, don't be afraid to turn it around and change up the routine. And you have to load up on all of the things that we talked about, right? Especially books. Books are like the number one thing I go to um, in teaching skills. And so I will link um, my Amazon shop, which has a bunch of book recommendations based on different topics, including feelings and aggression. Um, but load up on some books, um, go to the library, check out books there too as well. Um, but I hope that this was helpful. Um, let me know if you have any other questions related to anger and aggression, especially in helping our child with their own aggressive episodes. Leave um, some comments, some questions down below if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and again, don't forget to watch my free workshop after this. Um, it's all about discipline and it's packed full of practical tools to help your child um, with cooperation while not compromising the relationship that you guys have. So you can go to themompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch the free on-demand workshop. All right, that is it for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Bye!